Come on, let's get it. Where we attack today's local and national hottest sports topics. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, and let's get after it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Let's Get It. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, along with my co-host and producer, Jason Bryce. And we also have a special guest. We've got the assistant basketball coach at Holy Cross High School, Marcus Bullock. Gentlemen, I am so happy to be back recording. This is our first show since May 23rd, since basically basketball, baseball, everything shut down and COVID took over. Now, we finally have some sports back. We have some very interesting layouts for how they're going to return. And we also have some very controversial topics that we're going to get into that just recently came out. But I want to just first let everyone say their hellos. Jay, how are you tonight? Yo, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm doing well. You know, as, as always, I'm, I'm blessed to be corona-free. Yes. So that, that's, that's always the goal. You know, say, other than that, I'm good. Breathing and corona-free. Absolutely, absolutely. And just so anyone's, you know, curious, we are in here with corona precautions. I got my mask on, Marcus got his mask on, Jay's about six feet away from all of us. And Marcus, how are you tonight? Doing well, doing well. Thank you guys for having me back. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, gentlemen, it's been a long time without sports. It seems like what's basically been forever. Uh, We've been trying to entertain ourselves with watching reruns of games. We had the last dance that was going on. That was the last time we were on. We were discussing the last dance, and yeah, I mean, it was the last time that was there was some something interesting. I mean, I ain't, I wasn't watching. What was the other one? Was that was was it Lance Armstrong or Greg? They did the Lance Armstrong thirty for thirty, I think. Yeah, right, but he didn't really... I mean, I don't know what he did. What did he? He was like steroids or something like that. Yeah. Lance Armstrong, basically, you know, when he when he came out, everyone was like, "Oh, you know, the big thing about him was that he had beaten cancer, and it was oh, testicular cancer sure, that sure he enough, had." Sure enough. And he and he beat it, and he came right. back to win the Tour de France. It was six or seven times that he had won it. Oh, okay. But then it came out that he was on performance enhancing drugs, you know, while doing that, while winning the Tour de France. Mm. So, okay, you know, his amazing ride, and you know, you got to. Yeah. Remember Remember that he also came out with the Live Strong. Everyone was wearing the yellow that's bracelets. Right, that's yeah. right, right. Live Strong, right. Yeah. Sure enough. <laughs> you know, so that was everyone's thing for so long. And so, yeah. unfortunately, you know, that kind of took a sour note. And now everyone kind of looks at him as the cheater, you know, and forgets, you know, because still to win the Tour de France, I know he was on PEDs, but there was other racers on it too. Still to overcome cancer, I give him credit for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I take my hat off to him. Um, and and actually, you know, I mean, you know, that's, that's more dear to me of course yeah but um but no nah, i didn't i didn't want to watch that shit now if they if they had did if they had did um what was my man that that um he 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 committed like a, a murder or something he was like a cyclist wasn't he like a cyclist his or name was P- like that? pistorius pistorius yes yes pistorius yes, yes. 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 now see i didn't watch that because that's a little more <laughs> A little more juicy. It's a little more juicy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Sex, drugs, and murder. Oh, That's what no, sells. Listen, I, I, I'd have been glued in. We would have had some more shows then. I don't know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so that was the last thing. And then, you know, I guess over the last, you know, two months or so, we've all been kind of hearing rumors and speculation about how things are going to return, when sure. they're going to return, if they're going to return. On top of that, we had issues with 
baseball and talking about money and coming to an agreement on terms there of sure. what the players are going to get when they do return, what are the owners are going to get to return. With that all being said, we do have some laid out plans. We are going to get sports back. Mm. The soonest sport back that we are going to have is actually going to be basketball, all right. which is going to be down in Disney. Um, the setup is going to be 22 teams are going to be there between Eastern and Western Conference. The interesting thing about it is they are all going to be held inside a bubble that they call the Corona-Free Bubble. And we no will doubt. see how that works. I, I think it could work. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think we talked about it briefly uh, on a show previously. I said, I don't see how young people... And these players are young, yeah. right? So to say that you got to have the discipline to just stay there and don't do nothing, don't club, don't go out, get a little beverage, don't you know, don't go see a little, little you know, little you know, extracurricular activity. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. You know what I'm saying it's hard for somebody that's an older, that's disciplined. So somebody that's a child, please, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. No, absolutely not. What's your thoughts, Marcus? I, I think it's going to be tough. I, I, I'm worried that it's going to start and then get shut down. I think mm-hmm. there, there's too many there's too many outside things going on. Um, to say it's a bubble, that's a perfect scenario. But mm-hmm. you've already you've already had players come out and say, I don't know how they're going to keep me in this bubble. Like right. you know, exactly. so. You know, exactly. and these these are you're talking about guys who are used to doing whatever they want when they want whenever they want to do it exactly um, you know and and for to tell them they can now not do it that's that's mm-hmm. going to be tough and it I think it's only going to take one bad case and then you know it's just going to roll it's gonna be shut right down I mean I mean just think about it. like yo you know what I'm saying if I'm the Lakers and I beat the Clippers. What am I going to do? Just, oh, just go back to the bubble. Don't even celebrate. Hey, don't, everyone don't. pop a Hawaiian punch. You know what I'm saying? Come on, dog. Right. So, yeah, because right. there's no drinking on Disney. Well, it, no, it might be. No, there is. There is. And I'm yeah. sure they can get the beverages there. That's not the concern. The concern is getting outside of there, keeping everyone in there. It was interesting. I think, who was it? It was um, Troy Daniels mm-hmm. uh, posted on Instagram last night. The post game, post-practice dinner that they gave them. Okay. And it looked like something that you would get on a six-hour flight to L. Right, and right. they were laughing and they said this is not right. what players are used to post game they're exactly. used to getting shrimp steak All whatever they want it's whatever they want that's yes. the key whatever, you know if, right. if, when Braun feels like going to have this wine he gets that wine so now what's going to happen when that wine's not available you, know, you can't do that. that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so. Right. I mean, you, you, oh, there's all these different things that are going to take away from that. And and the thing is, uh, you know, we've all been athletes in our life. Athletes are probably the biggest creatures of habit in the world. Sure. So if your post-game ritual is to come home, take your bath, get your, you know, your ice bath, go back in, have your dinner, watch mm-hmm. game film, have the, the glass of wine, whatever it may be, if you're thrown off on that path of what you're used to, that can significantly impact your performance on the court. Absolutely. It's coming up with a new routine. But the thing about it is that, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here as I'm thinking, I'm pondering and whatnot. I'm thinking about like, yo, who even came up with the idea of this? And was it was it for the sport and the players or more for just the people and the ability to make money? Because to think that you, I mean, think about it. We all went away to college. I think, you know, you, we, we all, you yes. stayed in the dorm too, right? Yep. You stayed in the dorm, stayed yes. in the dorm. So, I mean, you know, number one rule of dorm is to say no girls in the room. 
Right. I mean, that's and that's why I'm gonna leave it like that. Right. Yeah, listen, <laughs> you know, and you know, absolutely. I'm just gonna leave it like that. Okay. So I mean, come on, like it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's where it's like I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It will, and I think you brought up a good point and um, about. You know, who brought this up? Who created this? Because look, sure. at, the, at the end of the day, let's face it, it's finances. Absolutely. You know, it, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's TV contracts, it's mm-hmm. ratings, sure. you know, and, and that. And when you do that one incident, like Mark has brought up, that you're going to have one case that could happen to shut everything down. What's going to happen? Or what's going to happen if a couple teams, you know, can't play? But right. let's look at it in a positive light. It's sure. going to be an interesting format that they have down there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they got a 22-team format, mm. and they're going to have eight games mm. that's going to be a seeding. So what that basically going to basically is, is that, you know, how you do in those eight games is going to determine your playoff seeding. Which is going to be mm. very cool because okay. you're going to have some matchups you may not normally see. For sure. Normally. Mm. Okay. And the other interesting piece of it is for the for that eighth seed, if that ninth place team is is within four games of that eighth seed, they're going to actually have basically like a two game playoff. Oh, wow. so I didn't know that. Oh, which wow. is going to be awesome because think about it because we're looking at a lot of these young teams and right. like a team like New Orleans. Sure. Right. You know, who everyone wants to see Zion and our team sure. like Memphis and everyone wants to see John Morant. Could you imagine if they were eight and nine and you got to see the two of them battle in a two game wow. series? Wow. You know, right. that would be awesome. Right. But I, well, I tell you, they, they better not crown no. <laughs> No bullshit team, because then I would be like, "Yo, it's gonna put an asterisk next to it." You know, what I'm sure. they bet also oh, like know. the Portland Trailblazers going to run. Oh, and, oh, yeah, right. yo, listen. I mean, unless it's a Philly team, you know what I'm saying? Unless oh, it's yeah, Texas. absolutely. Now the six, I'm like, "Yo, listen, man, we, you know, I, hey, oh, I, you know me, full on, full on Philly, I'll be right yeah. down Broad Street. Yeah. Let's go, oh, champions! Yeah, yeah, it'll be like, you know what? And my, you know, and people are saying. Speaking of that, just to digress a minute, you know, where um, you going with this, Jay? No, no, no. I'm just saying okay. they are saying that the sixes are. Highly favored. So again, it might be. I mean, at this time I am a Sixers I fan. I know you are. So you know, I always say the Eagles championship. That was like the red carpet. I knew we had to go for there. y'all. Yes. So now this looks like it's another time that the red carpet is going to be laid out for what us. You said, we, Marcus, you were, we you might was, be able. You're to, an Eagles fan too, right? I am an Eagles oh, fan. Yeah. yeah. So see, he yeah. always has to take he a shot. Right. Shot. Yeah. Right. He's got to take yeah. a shot. He at us. But we are. So let me just throw it over to Marcus. What's your thoughts with this? You know, re upstart. Is there a team you look at and say they got to be the favorite? Do you think, like, for instance, with the Sixers, do you think anything's going to change with the Sixers? Because personally, I don't think anything's going to change with the Sixers because they still got Brett Brown running the head. I think this this favors your uh, Lakers, your Clippers, your your experienced teams um, with with battle tested veterans because they're going to have to come in. You got, like you said, they have eight games to play and then the playoffs start. So these guys got to be ready to go. I do think it, it could set up for the Sixers well because at some point you're just going to have to play. And when you guys, when you have guys like Joel Embiid, even Ben Simmons, who has his shortcomings, he can hoop if you just throw him out there to play when he's not having to run a system and all that stuff. And I think especially at the beginning, these first eight games before the playoffs start, I think that's what it's going to be. Guys are just going to be out here playing just to get back into shape, just to get in the flow. And the Sixers, looking at their schedule, they don't have that tough of a schedule that first eight games before the playoffs. So they could make, I think right now, what are they, the fifth, sixth seed, something like that. Yeah, fifth seed. They could move up to that fourth, third spot, and now things are a little different. The teams they're playing are a little different. And then you also got to keep in mind that a lot of guys, 
um, aren't playing. I was just about to bring that. So you got up, yes. you got a guy like Oladipo mm-hmm. in Indiana, who who I mean, Indiana's a tough team with or without him, but without him, you know that that's a whole different team. Um, so I think the Sixers have a, have a shot. I I definitely think that Brett Brown has to stay out of it as much as possible and just mm-hmm. let them hoop. Um, and I think that that's their best their best chance to do it. But I think teams, you know, LeBron, Kawhi, those guys, I think are the favorites because. They're the best players, and at this point, that that's when it's going to be. The best players are going to take over. Absolutely, and I think like you brought up a good point, and I'll get your thoughts in a second, Jay. Uh, you know, I think you bring a good point that that first eight games is basically just going to be like some pickup basketball, yes. and they're going to get back, which is going to be fun to watch because I think sure. you're going to see a lot of guys. They're going to see rested guys. You're going to see guys trying to come out and make a point that they were working. But like you said, too, there's a lot of players. I know that Bradley Beal said he's not going to play. Right. Uh, Victor Oladipo said he's not going to play. I think there were some issues with Luka Doncic getting over there. Um, and, I mean, you know, if, if Doncic is not around with the Mavericks, they just might as well be, you know, right. they might as well be Washington. Um, oh, wait, wait. Oh, Luka's not playing? He well, not that he's not playing, not, but there was some some issues today uh-huh. that came up that wow. he's having some challenges getting over there. Yeah. Oh wow, wow! And Luca's a bad dude. I, is he a rookie? Second year. Second, oh, second year. year. Okay, yeah. he's a bad dude. That's a bad dude. I mean, I, I like the Sixers' chances. I mean, I liked it if we was in the bubble or not the bubble. I think they might be built for the playoffs. Um, that's when the game's going to go slow down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just worry about them coaching like Ben. I mean, I mean, you know, you're hearing all the different talk where they're saying that Ben has improved, he looks strong, he does look stronger, he looks bigger. Um, but I just worry about when you don't have that J. And I don't want to say that he has to shoot the J. I just think he has to be aggressive. If he's aggressive, like if you back up off me, you know what I'm saying? All right, let me try to be creative. Let me try to do something. But I've seen him come down court and have an easy lane to the basket and dish it. And that makes him easy to scheme against. Yes. And you got those coaches like Brad Stevens and, you know, you know Frank Vogel, if they get to the finals. You know, Vogel's no bum. He's a coach. Yeah. And he could coach. And he had them in the oh, He's taking boys. multiple teams to play. He's no bum. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then you got, what, Doc Rivers out? Is that Doc Rivers Clippers. out there? And, 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 yo, so you're talking about those upper echelons teams you know um, you're going to know how- don't, don't forget about Toronto Toronto's still been say, Toronto, battling Toronto is a success story Toronto's I, tough as much as I don't like them because I, I, I never liked them um, I always thought that DeMar DeRozan was a bum I hate to say that but I did um, I you know kind of like Kyle Lowry but I like the way they play under this guy Nick Nurse I didn't like him under Dwayne Casey though but I like the way they play under him. So, I mean, I like the Sixers. I like the Lakers, too. I like the Sixers and Lakers in the finals. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to say that I can still vote against Giannis. I mean, I, I think that he is... Why, why? I mean, why is that hard for you? He has no jumper. You know what I'm it, saying? It, it, he just takes over the game, and he can shut down defensively ways that other guys can't. I just think... Yeah. For me, it's hard to see the Sixers in the finals as they are created. Now... Mm-hmm. Like we talk about Ben and Joel, and I'm kind of focusing on the six, but that's okay. We figure we get into some of this topic. Sure. For me, I'm interested to see how the layoff is for a guy like Al Horford, who can rejuvenate, who can maybe find his role in the playoffs, and Tobias Harris. If Tobias Harris can show up and be that third big time player, now you're talking about a Sixers team that's scary. That that. Trusting Tobias Harris worries me. 
It does. Yeah, and that's a big if, and that hurts. It hurts. And and I agree with you on Al Horford, but I I don't think it's Al Horford's problem or job to find his role. And I think that's been that's been the problem the whole season is is you know, and I'm sure this is what you mean, like, but but Brown's got to put these guys in, in good positions, and that's why I think he needs to stay out of it and just let them hoop, and they'll figure it out because you know that's what. So to veer off a little bit, and I'm going to I'm going to delve into this a little more because this is a great topic, and we, we're all just happy to be talking sports again. Once again, you are listening to Let's Get It with I'm your host Randy Duncan. We have Marcus Bullock, our special guest, and my host and producer Jason Bryce. If the Sixers were to make a run, let's say just to the finals, and with these new, you know, setup that we have. Does that give Brett Brown a pass to return? Because I know a lot of Sixers fans already were barking that this is the last season they want to see Brett behind the bench. Mm. That's a great question. That is a great question. Because you ask me, my feeling is this. My feeling is if you still have to coach. I mean, there's going to be situations where you're going to be able to see how Brett handled it and if he made changes necessary for this team to be successful. So if he shows that maybe he took some time during this layoff to make changes or he realized that I need to, if I'm going to get the most out of this team, I have to put these players in the positions to succeed. I think that if he's successful in this and it's based on his performance, that he deserves to stay around. Uh, Yeah, I don't, you know, um, I mean, he definitely needs a good showing in the bubble. Okay, that's what I doubt. I mean, I can guarantee you, if, if if they stall out in the bubble, he's done. Gone. Okay, if they hadn't played at all this year, gone. It, no, he would have still. He would have came stayed. back. He would have mm. stayed. But this is now accelerated his maybe his departure. They better be in the Eastern Conference Finals. That that or that. some type of whatever the bubble finals are. They better be there. Okay, Milwaukee. I'm not. I'm not convinced about Milwaukee. I'm not convinced about what's his Antetokounmpo or whatever his name is. Be honest, yeah. he's nice. He's tough. He's got. But I don't know. I don't know how he is in the playoffs. I, I don't really know him to take over like that. Maybe I, I. Maybe I need more. I don't know. But I'm not really convinced about them. I'm worried about Toronto though, and I'm worried about Boston. Those are the ones I'm worried about in the East. Everybody else, I'm not really worried about. Indiana, Oladipo is tough. Is he back? No, he's, no, he's, he's not, not playing. playing. Oh, he's so not to playing. me, that takes them out yeah. of the run. No, no, no. But who is they got Brogdon though? Brogdon is Malcolm there? Brogdon, he was hurt. I don't know if he's oh, he playing. Was, okay. I don't know if he, if this this layoff. But they had him. somebody else that was still getting busy though. I thought. I thought, but I could be wrong. Um, I mean, they were they had a better record than the Sixers. They, they did. Right, they right. Right. They, they didn't have the big name. I just think, again, they were you know yeah. with Frank Vogel and. No, 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 no. Yeah, but he who's that coach over there? Um, who is it? McMillan? Is it McMillan? No. no, it's not still him, is it? I'm not sure who it is. We have to do some research yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you know, it's going to be interesting though to see to see what happens, and that's a topic that's going to be very hot on mm-hmm. you know what happens. But I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I think it's it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun to see sports come back and basketball come back. And you know, with that said, you know, one case of it. We'll have to see what happens. But with not just basketball, and I'm going to transition away from that unless there's any final thoughts on the basketball bubble. Do, do they have a plan for if, if one player tests mm, positive, do they have point. a plan for w- what happens? Well, that's the plan point. is going to be, again, that they're going to do the same thing that they're doing now is they're going to qu- quarantine that player. 
they will have players that have been exposed to that guy tested. And the way that they're doing is they're they're having tests that can come back, you know, within 24, 48 hours okay. to determine if they were. The problem, too, is, and we've been seeing it in, you know, not just in sports, but in the world, you can be, you know, asymptomatic and still right. carrying a virus. So right. we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, it it's going to be a lot of fun. It is. So with that said, though, too, we have another return of baseball. And I'm a baseball guy through and through. Go Phillies. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, oh, you, you, got, <laughs> see, you guys can't see it, but my producer, is, uh, he's anti-Philly. He hates my Phillies. He really does. And, uh, but it's going to be interesting because my, my Phillies are going to be playing his Yankees during the 60-game restart, which to me... As a diehard baseball guy, from for someone to tell me that a baseball season is going to be sixty games, it is not a legitimate season. Really, it, no. it's not because you got to look at it like this. And and the one thing I think about last year is the Washington Nationals who won the World Series mm-hmm. at a sixty game mark. They were under five hundred. So sixty games in baseball is not a good sample size of what could be a hundred games later. Now, is it better than nothing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's anything in life that you play 60 games and then, you know what I'm saying, you play 100 games, you better do better out them first 60 games. You know what I'm saying? Then, then you better do better in the next 100 games than you did in the first 60 games. But interesting for me and maybe sports I mean, because I don't start watching baseball, bro, until like right. August. And this like, is, right. I know where you're so going with if, this. If, if, you, if you can kind of like um, shortcut that yeah. a little bit, that might be okay for me. So baseball, <laughs> and, and I don't know how, how much you follow baseball, Marcus, uh, but you know, for baseball, it is going to be an opportunity that they have been looking for to really get back a lot of fans who weren't interested in the game, okay. especially a lot of the young fans. And okay. they're doing a lot of um, pretty cool you know, new things. They're going to have the designated hitter is going to be in both leagues. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's cool. They're also doing now extra innings is going to start with a runner on second base, which is going to be a new dynamic. So that, that'll... Shorten the game. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to 17 inning games. Right. They quick in that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're not going to have those 14, 15, 16 inning games, wow. which, you know, because think about it. If you're, if you're a, a fan of a team, but, you know, yeah, but if you have family or whatnot or, you know, kids, right. wow. that, you can't be up till right. one in the morning watching a game. Um, And there's going to be interleagues, so you're going to have like the NL East versus the AL East. So you're going to have matchups like the Phillies playing the Yankees in. Damn, you're really excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's nothing nothing for me, but damn, you're you're excited. It's all right. I understand it. 27. 27. I understand. A summer, a spring without baseball (laughs) is like days without sunshine. I got it. I understand. understand. Randy, let me ask you this question. (laughs) What do you think the quality of the baseball is going to be? Mm. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're going to see some challenges because players, again, need to get into routines. Players need to get into their grooves. And I think you're going to see the pitchers way ahead of the hitters. So I think from the beginning, you're going to see a lot of low scoring games and you're going to see more of the pitchers duels. But I think that as that progresses, you're going to see actually the hitters get the advantage because mm. the arms of these pitchers, there's going to be a lot more expectation on them. So I think like that first 25 to 30 games, that first half basically is going to be pro pitcher. I think that second half is going to be pro hitter. So my question, or not my question, my concern is once it comes playoff time, what are the arms going to look like? Um, and again, you know, the other thing too is there's players, shoot, Mike Trout, the face of baseball. 
mm. has said that he's questioning whether or not he's going to play because he's expecting a birth of his child. And he's going to have to leave that. Exactly. Right, I think I read that too. Right. But you know, I, I, want to, I want to just make this point though because you were talking about the Nationals about them being, you know, 60 games, they were, they, the record wasn't good, but the next 100, you know, they were good and they won the, the World Series. So it, it kind of, it, it was like, a, it might be a disadvantage to that team, right? But, it might be a fa- advantage to your Phillies, though, right? I mean, if you look at it, because I mean, I mean, and I don't, I don't want to go with it. I mean, you know, I'm always going to tease you and rag you and stuff like that. But, but you was definitely happy the first sixty games well, last year. The they first, was in first place, the, right? Like, yeah, the, Philly, the Phillies are. <laughs> hey, man, you got to go there. You got to get. Sorry, he's got to do sorry. this. But he he's right though, and that's the thing though. There's going to be a team, like for instance, I would love to see a team like the Miami Marlins. Come out of nowhere okay. and be that team, sure. Because that will get that fan base back. Right. And there's a lot of teams that struggle for fans, and that would get them back. And that would be a good thing for baseball. Like, sure. you know, yeah, people say they want to see the big teams, but it wouldn't be a bad thing to see a team like the Miami Marlins versus, let's say, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, in a World Series or something like that. You know, it would be very, very interesting um, about that. So. You know, it's going to be another interesting return. Um, on top of that, like, again, we have all the the concerns about, you know, they're not going to be playing in front of fans. Right. That's going to be a, d- a different dynamic. You know, players will tell you that the fans hype them up. You know, hearing their walk-up songs is going to hype them up. Mm-hmm. Again, like, you know, we all played sports. You know, you can remember back in the day, Marcus, you were playing, mm-hmm. you know, that packed arena. Yeah, that, that, that's been, with all these sports coming back, that's been one of my biggest things is, mm-hmm. is how's that going to feel? Like, not, yeah. as a, not as a fan, because me watching it from the TV is the, is the same no matter who's there. Right. But, but for the players, that's got to be, that's going to be tough. It's, it is going to be it's tough. It's going to be tough. But the but only thing I would have to say is that it, it's going to take you back to the beginning, and because what really motivated, it wasn't the crowd that motivated you. It was that person on the opposite team probably talking shit or, or, or talking yeah. a little lip. Yeah. That's like, okay, I got to get at him. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be an adjustment, I think. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's going to take you back to in the beginning. And they might even have more fun with it maybe I don't know it might be more fun because now it's just them on the court there's no other distractions right. you know what I'm saying like you know um, Braun ain't gotta get mad at JR cause he playing for some his girl or whatever or he doing something right, stupid right, or whatever right. you know what I'm saying he'll so, probably get Jay, mad at JR for something at some point yeah, at some point, I mean, yeah, at some point. point. but I take him though I'd have, I'd have took him if I was a six. You know, I would have to. And I know we're talking. <laughs> I've been saying that for two years. Well, I'd have took him. You know to backtrack mean, on basketball real quick, the player I would love to have seen the Sixers pick up would have been Jamal Crawford. He would have just been that great veteran to help sure. gel the team together. That's sure. one. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things. Uh, yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. we, we got a lot of we got a lot of return. It's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, we also got the NHL coming back. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have them doing a 24-team tournament. I was reading something today where they're going to have up to, like, 10 or 12 games in a day. So even fans that aren't, you know, really big-time hockey fans, like sure. any sport that's back now is going to benefit because you're going to really? be excited to watch live TV. Yeah. I mean, I was Absolutely. watching Korean baseball. Really? You know, yeah. Oh. I mean, I was watching Korean baseball because it was on. Oh. I, I said, which, whatever sport is able to come back first is going to gain a lot of fans. Yeah, they're yeah. going to gain a lot of fans. But but, but then did did they did they bring back the TBT? 
So the TBT has started, I want to say July 4th. Right, I thought I saw So that's it. been going on. It um, has been. It has been going on. I think they're down to maybe the Sweet 16, oh, okay. something like that. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, so, that's been, I've yeah. been watching some of that. They have, okay. So, yeah. The basketball. You, oh, you, the, you, the, the basketball big three. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. The basketball tournament. The, the basketball tournament. It's like, it's, like, it's like the big three, but it's more... What's the, it's like a pool of money, right? So like it's a, a mil- million dollar tournament. Million dollar. Okay, and yeah, I'm not familiar with this. It's 32 teams, right? And basically, you can get any anybody can play unless you're in the NBA. So you have overseas players, former you know right. big time college players, right. guys who just just left the NBA are, are playing in it. Right. And it's it's a 32 team tournament, and winner takes takes all. So they take all. That's right. Takes all the million, and they, so. and they get money. Like one of the dudes, bad dude from uh, Baltimore City, uh, Omar Strong. I don't know if you. Oh, oh yes. Oh my. Yes. We 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 played against him, and he dropped uh, 50. And oh my God. Oh. Oh, that's why. Right. Never mind, yo. And he like uh, he might be a little taller than you, Randy. You know what I'm saying? Not that tall, then. Well, well, but, but, <laughs> but, but it's hard. I mean, yo, he could shoot it from like the half court mark, bro. Busy, he gets busy. He, wow. he, he might be like a little a little Kemba from B. Oh, you know oh, yeah. he's like a little Kemba a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He's tough though. That's funny because I was watching that. But it's going to be interesting. And again, yeah. on top of the NHL, we got some you know sports coming back. We got soccer, everything. Mm-hmm. But. Um, well, listen to this. We are going to be running to a commercial break. When we come back, we are going to delve into some very, very strong, strong topics regarding what is going on in the world today. Some comments made by Deshaun Jackson, Stephen Jackson, and how that is relating and the thoughts and feelings. You are listening to Let's Get It. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, and we'll be back after this commercial break. This presentation has been brought to you by Four Walls Productions, where we specialize in creating and bringing your ideas from concept to reality. For more information on products, pricing, and more, please visit us on the web at fourwallsllc.com or call us at 856-650-6556. All right, all, welcome back to Let's Get It. I'm your host, Randy Dutkin, along with my co-host and producer, Jason Bryce. Again, we have our special guest, Marcus Bullock, who's been joining us and will continue to join us here in the second segment of our show. First segment of our show, gentlemen, was exciting, was talking about the return of sports, was returning about a lot of positive things. And I'm not going to say that this segment won't be positive, but it's going to be a lot deeper, and we're going to get into it. The thing that we are going to discuss, just two days ago, Deshaun Jackson posted... Well, let me, let me backtrack a minute. In this time frame right now with everything going on in this world, we have a lot of people fighting for equality and wanting old ways to be eradicated and a new norm and a new movement, you know, and with everything going on in this world right now, Deshaun Jackson posted on his Instagram and he had put, and I'm going to read this, he said, Hitler said, and we'll quote, because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel and to keep America secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel. Now, Deshaun Jackson, starting off doing anything related to Adolf Hitler is one of the strongest, harshest things that you can do to the Jewish community and 
just shows, I don't want to say a lack of care, but a lack of understanding of what everything that he is saying and what he's representing. And he has backed himself into a corner that is very challenging to get out of. Now, myself, as a white Jewish person, was completely offended by seeing this. Anything related to Adolf Hitler, anything that is related to World War II, the Holocaust, is one of the most challenging things for us to see. Anytime as a Jewish person I see a swastika, anytime as a Jewish person I read about the Holocaust, anything of that is something that just, it just triggers the thoughts, the feelings, the trip to the Holocaust Museum, the six million Jews, this bridge of shoes that I saw when you're at the Holocaust Museum. It is such a challenging thing. Now, gentlemen, you know, we, again, have multiple thoughts on this. And again, Marcus, you're African-American. Jay, you're African-American. So we have all the dynamics here of what's going on right now in our world and in, in, in our society. What are your thoughts on this? And my feeling, too, is we're going to get into this. How should it be handled? Because there was just an incident in 2013 with a Caucasian receiver saying a the worst word that you can say and being caught on camera towards African-Americans. And the Eagles basically gave him a slap on the wrist and on top of that gave him a contract extension. And now everyone is saying, I want Jackson gone. I want this. I want that. So t- there's a lot that I want to get into with that. But your, my first feeling that I want to get, well, I don't know whoever wants to go first, I'm going to throw it over to Jay, because I know. So, so um, you, you know, I'm big on, 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 on undertones, okay? Um, I'm big on, sometimes people can say something, but the meaning behind it, the undertone, was that their intent? Was it not their intent? You know what I'm saying? So, give you just small case example, right? Somebody said, oh, Bryce, you stupid, you stupid, right? I, I could take that like, like, what? You think I'm stupid? But that's not really the undertone of what he's saying. He's Correct. just saying, like, you stupid, are you crazy, whatever the case may be, right? So, he was talking about, and he was just trying to illustrate his ideologies or ide- another ideology of why his people his culture is oppressed. Yes. Okay. So the Eagles 2013, they had Riley Cooper. Okay. He said, I will F every N up in here, bro. Yes. He was kept. He was given a contract extension. Extension. All Deshaun Jackson was trying to illustrate is that people... America doesn't know the truth about his people. He was just trying to illustrate my people are oppressed. Like so he wasn't that's why I don't understand. So I get it. I get it. Just the word Hitler. I get it from Max Kellerman and what you just said. Anytime you lead with Hitler, it's a no-go. Correct. The word alone, a no-go. Max Kellerman. Just having to watch him today. Just say, you know what? Let me just listen to what he said. He says he needs more from Deshaun. What more do you need? He's he's already looked at and treated and dealt with as a second-class citizen. 
so the, to, to even think that he was trying to necessarily highlight or to smear in the face of people the Jewish uh, oppression that they dealt with is ludicrous. How can he do that? He's oppressed. He's operating from everybody that's African American in America is operating from a place of second class. Okay, that's how America is looking at us. Okay, so he's just trying to give some background to say, hey, listen, you know what? We are the children of of Israel. He gave his ideology because in in biblical times or biblical folklore or biblical truths, what was being taught to African Americans is that you were cursed by the curse of Ham. And you, you deserve to be the slave. That's all he was trying to articulate. He wasn't trying to articulate something negative about the Jews as far as throwing that back up in their face. But I get it. Anytime you lead with Hitler, that's a no-go. I get it. I get it. It's it's like it's like it would be the same way if 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 somebody took a picture and quoted saying uh, by Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch said, "Don't teach a Negro this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't teach him nothing." And you know what I'm saying? It'd be the same thing. So I get that. So he definitely owed an apology, and he needed to be able to kind of articulate that point. If it never said Hitler, would it then would 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 it still be this outcry? That's another thing I think about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marcus. No, yeah, I want to go over to you, to you, Marcus, and get your thoughts before I, uh, you know, comment back. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You guys took very different uh, opinions, and I, I agree with both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so from from what I see it as, I see it as, um, and I don't want to say uneducated in terms that Deshaun's uneducated. Mm-hmm. I want to say it is what he did. I don't think he thought about exactly what he was doing which when in these times i really think you have to be you have to be 100 percent sure of everything you're putting out there especially someone of his um with his platform Mm -hmm. um and 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 like you said randy when you see that hitler and and for myself working at a jewish school um growing up in cherry hill which which is which is a high jewish area i understand a lot about what that means and what that that Mm -hmm. comes with and i get that Mm -hmm. um but I also think, just like Jason, you said, he he wasn't aiming to put anybody else down. Uh-uh. He was trying to show, you know, what what his people are dealing with, and and I. But I, just, I think he did it in a very poor Absolutely. way, um, and I. So I, that's what I mean. I agree with both of you. Um, I, I just think he needs to be more educated or more thoughtful about the things he does and and that's just not him that's that's a lot of people i think there's too many people out there just copying and pasting things on the social media without really even understanding what it means um i think that's a huge problem in our society right now is that people aren't taking the time to really understand what they're reading or what they're seeing and they're just kind of taking it at face value Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I mean, I, I, and it's you know with the Riley Cooper thing that 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 puts. I mean, I think if that wasn't in existence, I think he would have already been cut. Right. But I think when you have that as as a, a precursor to what they're dealing with now, that that's just going to open up a whole another another issue for them. Right, because I mean, and, and it's just to add, if they cut him, if they cut Deshaun, if they, if they cut Deshaun, that is just going to highlight. 
pretty much what he's talking about. Okay, because and that's and that's what I'm saying. One one rule and one law for one, different for the other. And that's pretty much that's all he was trying to art. It was an emotional response. And I agree with Marcus. He needs to be educated on how to market his thoughts and feelings better. But absolutely. But but I mean, you know, listen, do I feel like I'm a child of, of, of Israel? Absolutely. Have I been ingrained and people have taught me and tried to tell me I wasn't? Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a twofold thing, but it's, it's, it's a little, anytime you put the word Hitler and whatever, especially in these days and times, it's going to be, it's going to be taken. It's, it's almost like all lives matter to me. It's the same thing. Correct. And, and again, what you said, Jay, what you said, Marcus, I mean, there's there's no wrong approach here. The only wrong approach, and I was having this discussion last night with a friend of mine, the only wrong approach is to use this to condemn, to lash out at Tashawn Jackson, to punish him instead of taking it and saying, yes, you made a mistake by using Hitler. But... You have to look at, like you said, Marcus, like you said, Jay, where is his resources? Who is he getting his information from? Mm. Is it a lack of education? And if we want to make progression, mm. we want to you know, change the way society views everybody of every race, culture, origin, whatever, we have to educate each other yes, and not push each other away. Absolutely. Well, so, I mean, I, I want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not criticizing his lack of education for what he said or whatever the case may be. I'm criticizing it for how he for how what he platform did it. And because how he did because it. here's the truth, okay? Um there's a piece of history that's missing. But see that's where we don't connect on that. America doesn't connect on that. There's a piece of history that's missing. And that's all he's searching for. That's why I say he's pretty much trying to spread. Hey, listen, you know what? African-Americans don't really know who they are. We don't know who, they, we, we, who do we belong to. Who do we do anything? We don't know. No, and he, he and you're right. And I think that's what he was trying to articulate. I don't think it was a knock against the Jews, but I do think anytime you bring in Hitler and that's going to drum a memory Again, of is, what... Right. It gets oh, wow. every Jewish oh, person. Oh, it gives oh, every listen. It, I understand. It gives every Jewish person tunnel vision towards one thing. Just like all and, lives matter. That's what I'm saying. I understand it. That's why I can relate. So, with you said, and I agree, is that he just what the way he presented it. Mm -mm. Right. Terrible. Terrible. The terrible. platform in which he did it. Terrible. Right. Now. So my thing is this, is we have, you have to say, okay, Deshaun, take a step back. Let's educate you on this. Now. But, as, but see, that's what I'm no, saying. No, but I, let's, no, let's educate you on how to, how do you express your feelings in a okay. more positive way? Okay. Not let's educate you to know this is not the truth. Right. And try because, to continue condemn. Right. I mean, can, can we, I mean, and maybe you can, and maybe we can, and maybe that's not even a fair question, but we... We were, we were, we were, we've been lied to. I mean, I mean that's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it is, and that to. is so. What that is, so and that's happening too. And but anytime you've been lied, anytime you've been lied to, you will come up with your own theories of why you've been lied to. So now, is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. But is the person who said it 
has he been condemned as an anti-Semitic or an anti-person, blah, 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 Farrakhan? Absolutely he has. Yes. Is that fair? I don't know, because we live in a system of white supremacy. I was, and, and, and I, I hate that, to say it, but that, I was just about to say, come on. That, I was just about to say that as a white individual, white, I can't speak because, again, white privilege, being you know guided and geared right. towards a certain way of life is different than what the African-American community sure. has been geared towards. Right. And with white privilege, we always get the roses and we get this is your world and this is that, and that is what it's gonna be. And you know, Marcus, I know you probably got some thoughts yeah, that you wanna bad. get out. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay, because I know, we, you know, this is, we were having this discussion a little bit, Jay, when we were prepping mm-hmm. for the show. We knew this was going to really get, and we're not done with this because it's mm-hmm. going to get further. But, Marcus, I want to throw it over to you to get your thoughts real quick. Mm-hmm. No, I, like, like Jason was saying, it's it's hard when you're you're searching for what the truth is. And and for Deshaun, like we're, like you guys are already saying, he, he went about it the wrong way mm-hmm. in, in the way that, and, and when I said educate earlier, I don't mean educate by teaching him what's right about what happened sure. I mean teaching him right about educate him on how to navigate through it mm-hmm. and, and I think the most important thing and, I, and I've been having a lot of these conversations is to get everybody on board for yes. the same yes. cause yes. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I think everybody is so separated and 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 and, and at each other at an all-time high right now. Yes, yes. instead mm-hmm. of okay, listen, let's let's all get on the same page and work towards the same thing. Right. And, Absolutely. And, and right now, anybody who's not on board with this is doing it intentionally. Right. So there's no more there's no more uh, fear. I didn't I didn't know. Right. I didn't know this. Oh, I didn't know that. There's no more of that. Right. So when when you see people that are doing certain things, it's it's intentional that that they're, you know, people who say and I know this is not what we're talking about, but, but when you hear somebody say all lives matter. No, that's okay. It's very relevant to what's that, going on right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, in, that's intentional. intentional. Absolutely it is. That's intentional because right. they've heard all the reasons why there's a difference between Black Lives Matter and all. They've heard all of that. Mm-hmm. So when somebody steps up and says, you know, the opposite, they're being intentional to, to show you who they are. That's right. And, and I don't think Deshaun was trying to do that at mm-hmm. all because... Anybody who's who's going about this this route to try to bring light to anything isn't really trying to put somebody else down. Right. They're trying to bring light to what they're right. going through or what their people not, have gone not through. Not from his position. If he was in a position of, say, uh, of white supremacy or whatever, then I can say, okay, but he's oppressed. Right. He, he's he's right. oppressed. No, he is. He and is at the bottom of the totem pole in society. I don't care how much money he has. Correct. And the problem too is, it's again, is with with my people, with the white people, because they will then respond I mean, and just, say. Just not, a, I'm just saying because yeah. they will respond. You see it all the time on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook. Oh, shut your mouth! You make thirty million. How oppressed are you? Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Guess what? You can have 30 million markets and walk into a store and you get double looks. I'm still going to follow it around. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I can have $30 in my pocket and it's, hey, sir, how you doing today? Right. So it doesn't matter how much right. money you have in your pocket. Right. So that needs to be an education. The yeah. other piece of it is, and if there was more to talk about with Sean, it still all relates. Sure. The responses of the Eagles organization. Mm-hmm. Was one of basically condemning Deshaun, you know, for what he did, of course. and in a roundabout way saying, 
shut up, don't put it out there, catch the football and do your job. Which is correct, which is it is, which is the old way of just shut your mouth, do your job, keep it moving. And that is a problem because one of the other pieces that we're going to get to now is the response that also Steven Jackson came out with right. in support right. of Deshaun Jackson. Right. Yeah. So 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 in response to that, let me just let me just understand that, you know, just be I mean, we're different, right? So we're, yeah. we're brothers, right? But but we're different because we raised differently. I'll deal with different cultures, okay? But I respect you, you respect me. That's love. Respect is love, right? But I'm trained from the time I'm in the sandbox, shut your mouth, don't make no waves, do your job, because if you do that, then somebody is gonna have something to say. Okay, so that's pretty much what when I hear the Eagles response to it yeah. is pretty much going back to listen. Mm-mm. You you shut up, keep your mouth shut. We condemn this. We can. Condem- I I really want to know the responses. I, I we should and I should have did some um some research of what their response was with Riley Cooper when he did that. Well, I, as you do say that, so I do know when Riley Cooper did that. What happened was it happened during, uh, you know, it was out in training camp. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they basically said, "Got to take some time off. You got to go through some, you know, cultural competency type sensitivity of training." training. That's yes, right. That's right. You know, that, but before now, cultural competency, the sensitivity mm-hmm. training. That was it. Slap on the wrist, and you know, they said, "Oh, we, you know, we're going to talk to Riley about his actions." Mm-hmm. There was no record of the Eagles coming out with a huge response like they did towards Deshaun. Well, because it was more intrinsic for them. Correct. They're Jewish. Correct. So it, it mattered to them. I know, exactly. And it that's another that's another reason why, you know, look, I don't believe, and I'm telling you, I still will tell you, I will still, now that I've had some time to marinate on it, and I know mm-hmm. yesterday when we spoke, I said it's going to be hard for me to root for number 10 when he steps on the field. Mm-hmm. But now that I have some time to marinate on it, and I realize that he did not mean the way it came out. No, he didn't. I'm okay with him. And I want to support him. And I want to use this as another example of how we can learn to better express ourselves as a whole. Right. Not just you people or you people or you right. people. Right. Now, all me, of us. All of us. Right. So but Mac, Max Kellerman said he needs more. He needs to hear more. Why do you need more? Well, I think that... <laughs> why do you need more? But, you need more? You know why? why? You and I'm going to tell you this why. And Marcus, I want to throw this back over to you because I know that we... You know, Jay and I are getting into it, but I like it. It's a great conversation. But and I'm gonna tell you this why, and this is gonna be a hot take. Jewish people are very, very conceited. Jewish people have a high expectation that they are entitled to things. And there it is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, tell, I'm telling you this. The truth. I mean, I'm I telling you that. this from sure. a man who grew, grew up in a. Sure. We expect more. We expect that we are the Jewish people. We do. We deserve this. You know, we are the chosen ones, and so that feeling that Max is saying that he needs to see more goes back to the roots of as a Jewish person what you're brought up with and how you're brought up in that you know we deserve the best and you deserve this and that the Jewish people mm-hmm. deserve the these different ways of being treated does does the does the 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 auspice or the covering of white supremacy go in there a little bit or no no, I, I I don't want to say no. That's something I have to marinate yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's something I have to, no because the only the only thing is for Jewish people when you say white supremacy, that's a very that's another avenue, because you say white supremacy you think Nazis, 
you think Aryan Brotherhood. I think right. privilege. Okay, white privilege and white supremacy are two different things. No, I don't think so. Yes. Bro. Yes. Because I, I don't think so. Well, okay, so I'm going to tell you from my perspective. Sure, absolutely. If you say to me, does that deal with your white privilege? I could say it, it may, yes. Mm -hmm. But if you say, does it deal with white supremacy? No, because as a Jew, I'm never going to be associated with white supremacy. Because if true white supremacy is Aryan Brotherhood Aryan brother. and getting rid of the Jews. Mm -hmm. So that has nothing to do with white supremacy. Mm -hmm. But I want to let Marcus get, get his mm -hmm. thoughts in real quick. No, I, I love this conversation, mm -hmm. and I love hearing from you guys. It's, 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 I'm learning as we go as well. Um, but, but it's interesting, if, like you said, that, mm -hmm. that Jewish people feel entitled. Um, and, and all on my, my Facebook timeline, I, I've, I've seen people, you know, you know, I'm burning my number 10 jersey, and, 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 and I get, like, that's the, the knee-jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. um, and, that, and that just goes back to me, what the problem is. We got we to gotta do a better job of, of understanding people and understanding what people sure. are, where they're coming from and what's going on and, 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 and just seeing, going deeper, dig deeper, dig deeper. And that's kind of what Deshaun was doing. He, was, he wasn't taking everything at face value. He was digging deeper. Like we said, right. he, did it, he went the wrong way about getting right. it out there, but he was digging deeper. So, you know, Randy, I love how you said, you know, mm -hmm. as I let it marinate, I'm starting to come around on it more. And, and I think if people took more of that approach to, to all of this kind of stuff, sure. we'd be in such a much, much better place sure. as a country. Well, when, well when we have to look at it too. We got, you know, here's the problem when it comes to that. I'll get back to you real quick. When it comes to the problem with that is you have the platform of social media, which allows a lot of uneducated people with closed-minded opinions, express their opinions. And a lot of people are followers, and they will follow an opinion if it falls in line with theirs. Yes. So the three of us are three minds that are open to learning, open to change, and, and have education. That is what we need to continue to spread more of, but which is the problem of why on social media. And I wanted to ask you a question real quick, Marcus, because you talked about your timeline. And again, you know, I'm Jewish, so I can speak for our people. And if some people don't, feel that I speak for them, then feel free to join in on our next show. Mm -hmm. But Marcus, you said on your timeline, and Jay, you might have seen the same things. I'm sure you have friends on your timeline, on the newspaper, as you call it. Mm -hmm. Weren't Jewish people calling for Deshaun to be gone, a majority of them? Oh, I, 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 I can't think of one Jewish person that spoke up about the situation that, that didn't say he needed to be out of the league. Mm -hmm. You know, burning his jersey. You know, I'm done. Your your apology wasn't an apology. You know, and and, and like I said, the knee jerk reaction. I can I can understand it because because like Jay, like you said, when you see that word Hitler, it's, you it's just gonna, it's you just invoke something. You know right? what I mean? You get you get the blinders on, and right. I and I understand that, but but we have to do better about once that that emotion kind of like subsides just a little bit. Okay, now what actually just happened? And I think, and even for myself, when when I first read it and saw it, I was like, "Whoa, Deshaun, you you know, mm -hmm. he's done. Yes. He's mm -hmm. done. Like that's it." But then as I as I actually, okay, what just happened? Mm -hmm. I was like, "Okay, that was bad. Like, you sh there's no way you should have put it out there like that." But I see what you're trying to say, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that that those are two major differences in the way that, that you see things. And they absolutely are. And I, and I jump back over to you, Jay, because mm -hmm. uh, I know there's more that you want to get out and well, express. Well, I, I just think it's interesting. Um, you know, I think, I think, I, I think 
you know, his reasoning for putting that out there again is that he is trying to uh, rally the culture and rally his people to say, hey, listen, you know what? Yo, we're, we're God's people. Like, the things that we're being subjected to is not right. So, so there's ideologies that's out there because we don't know our history. We don't know ourselves, okay? So therefore, we think that we have to be a certain way, we have to be this and be that, or it's not okay. I mean, I'll give you a case in point. Listen, I have family members, my family members are African-American, okay? But I have to be mindful of where I'm at, bro. Okay, and when we're outside talking in the backyard and and they're saying this and that and I have to tell them, listen, we have to keep it down because you guys go home. I got to live here. That's real. You know what I'm saying? But why do I feel that way? Right. It's my house. It's my yard. I pay money. I pay taxes. But I've been trained that way. And the world is that way. It and is. what he was saying is that, you know what? We're God's people too. Now, his ideologies may be off. I'm not here to, to get into that necessary no, conversation. No. You know what I'm saying? But another other, other thing I, I find interesting is that nobody spoke up for him but Steven Jackson, okay? Now, when Roddy Cooper said what he, had, what he said, if I'm not mistaken, Mike Vick was the first one to say, you know, no, he's not racist. If I'm not mistaken, Mike Vick was like, no, nah, he's that not is, racist. That is true. He's not racist. He's not this. He's not that. He's not this. No one spoke up for Deshaun. Deshaun. No one. No one even on his team. His team. Not even Carson. Carson said, oh, I, you know, I'll deal with Deshaun. Like, he's like, he's a, get out of here. Come on, dog. The Eagles. You know what I'm saying? The Eagles organization. And, and you may, you know, as you may have a different view on this, Marcus, but the Eagles organization, it, to me, is about presenting a blue-collar you know, everything is fine, honky-dory type of organization. So if they have something like this, they will not oftentimes be able to address it in the right way. I mean, you know, right. and so for them to come over and say, you know, about it, it's going to be, you know, keep it hush-hush. That's why it was even interesting when they did go back and they and they signed Mike Vick. That was one of the most controversial moves the Eagles ever made. Right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know. No, true indeed. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Do, do you think, Jay, real quick, mm -hmm. Do you? why do you think nobody spoke up for him? What's the difference between the two situations? Because it wasn't, it was Mike Vick that spoke up for Riley Cooper. Why right. do you think? Do you think that speaks more to Deshaun? Why nobody stepped stepped up for him? No, I think it speaks to again this the auspice that that we're we're under. Okay, it's like no, you know what? You're out of line. You're out of line, boy. You're out of line. Absolutely, you're out does. of line, boy. Not even one. Now, is there Jewish people on the team? I'm sh I mean, I'm sorry, uh, as far as Eagle players? There's no Jewish Eagles players. Okay. But there so are then, a bunch okay. of them in the finance world, part but, of it. But oh, I'm yeah, saying, no. nobody... <laughs> Howie Roseman, yeah. the nobody, GM. Nobody spoke up for him to say, no, listen, you know what? I He wasn't trying to do that. I know him. I know this. I know that. Like, like if I, if I make a mistake... Now, you guys know me. I hope... Because if you guys made some mistake and you guys were being depicted a certain way, I'm going to be like, nah, that might be what you think, but this is my experience with this individual. This person, the same way Mike Vick did for Riley. Now, whether that was a PR thing for Mike Vick, because clearly, anytime you go to that extreme, right. 
get out of here. You're done for me. You know what I'm saying? In that manner. Right. In that manner. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know. All right, gentlemen. We've had some great debate and hot discussion. And with that said, we're going to take a quick commercial break and going to come right back into the last segment of our show. Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. We specialize in personal and custom-made baskets, bracelets, candles, and more. So when you're looking for that perfect gift or just need a custom arrangement, don't hesitate to contact Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. For more information, please call 609-531-1756. All right, all, welcome back. And we have had some amazing, awesome discussion this this last segment that we got into and delve into the Deshaun Jackson comments to the Sean Jackson, you know, statement and what that has meant to people of every race, religion, ethnicity, and how it's being portrayed. I want to get back into that a little bit. Where we left off, we just we discussed and I know I had spoken about um, the Eagles role in all of this and how they've addressed it or lack thereof addressing it or the players around him as Jay brought up, you know, the lack of support that's being shown for Deshaun and what that says about the Eagles organization and the players around him. You know, we you know, you talked about Jay that when Riley Cooper had his his incident in 2013, Mike Vick stepped right up and said, oh, I know that Riley's not that way. And now, you know, there was one thing that you said, I actually haven't heard anything from any other players on the Eagles. And I follow them all on Twitter. I follow them all on Instagram. Nobody's done anything to support that. So what does that say? To me, again, that says kind of going along with the Eagles organization who kind of condemned Deshaun for his actions, Mm -hmm. that nobody wants to rock the boat in the Philadelphia organization. Because they want to stay clean, they want to stay blue collar, and they want to maintain themselves. Because the Eagles pride themselves on being one of the strongest ran organizations and always in the top five in sales and always in the top fives in attendance. Mm-hmm. You know, no, let's not get into the fans and how they act in the stadium. But that's that's a whole sure. other aspect of it. But it's an interesting, like you said, that you brought up how he's had no support shown for him. And Steven Jackson, who's not even in the same league. Right. Was the only one to step up for him. Raised his cultural brother. Now, not not even not even Carson. Not even Carson Wentz. And he's the quarterback. He's the how how many was he? Hundred ten million? Hundred? Was he? Hundred and forty? I think. Hundred forty million man. He he didn't even say nothing. Nothing. And that's your oh, brother. Speaking of, let's real quick. A shout out to Mr. Patrick Mahomes. For, for the him. contract that he let's give him up. Let's give him a little something. Uh, speaking of contracts, real quick, let's give him a little something. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's give him something. Good yes. for him, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. But he deserved the con. He deserved. He definitely deserved of a contract because he won something. Oh, he yes. went through the playoffs. All right, he we're going to get into this another episode because I know where you're going with this. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't gonna, trip. He didn't gonna, trip and get hit with okay, a little. We're going to get into that again in another show. We're going to go back to the Stephen Jackson comments and the support you were saying that is his cultural brother so go on what you were saying about that no nah, I mean he was he felt like I'm sure he probably stepped Carson's up and the Super felt, Bowl champion no I, I'm what <laughs> Carson's the Super Bowl champion but okay yeah he is I mean but show was isn't Jeremy Lin it was. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. 
bad. Well, like, all right, well played. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Well, mean, well played. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mean? You know what I'm saying? But no, I think Steven Jackson spoke up for him out of solidarity. Like, yo, okay, that's, you know, listen, you know what, well, listen, I know Deshaun or or I have some type of, you know, uh, affinity with him or whatever. And I don't think that he was trying to come across this way. So I think that's why he decided to speak up. I don't think anybody else spoke up. Not none of his teammates, nothing. Not Carson either. And that's where I think that needs to be highlighted because how come he didn't? I mean, you're the quarterback. You're the leader. But maybe that's why people like Nick Foles more than Carson. But that's like you said, that's another con- well, but he's but he He's the one that brought you the ring. But hold, I mean, hold, hold but, on, but, but, but that's another that's another conversation. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just going. You so, guys can't see it because you're listening. But I'm just going to shake my head in that <laughs> comment. But. but Jay, let me ask you this though. What's good? Nobody in the league has spoken up for him. So right. you know, you got you have you have a guy perfect example, Malcolm Jenkins. Thank you. Who who, who doesn't is, has no longer under the Eagles Eagles you know sure. handcuffs or whatever you want to call it. Sure. All his teammates in Tampa Bay. Um, what you know that. That's what troubles me about it. When, when, and, and like you yeah. said, when you know, if 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 one of my brothers got into something, sure. and and no matter what, who was above me, who was holding me down, I'm gonna make sure that listen, no, 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 that's not how this is. Right, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Especially if it's if it's a brother who I'm not under the same ties as him. So if, right. so like a guy like Malcolm Jenkins or or, or any former Eagles or, or any former or anybody who's on Tampa Bay where he was at before, nobody has spoken up for him. So right. that that kind of like what, yeah. what's what's it, going it, on with him? Yeah, well, it does speak something. It does I, say I think something, if people yeah. then I was I was that was gonna go back before our commercial break, I was gonna say that unfortunately Deshaun is not a really well liked guy. And you know that's been you know kind of you know it's what what, under- what? Why? Because Deshaun is a selfish player. Deshaun is a kind of player who is just like a for who for what. It kind of reminds him of a of a to. You know. Damn. Damn. Wait a minute. Damn. Really? Uh, In my opinion, yes. Deshaun is a is is, he brought he brought you some of the best highlights. No. And uh, of of, of the the Eagles. But you're asking why people didn't step up for him because as a player. He is not well liked in the locker room. Doesn't matter his performance on the field. Really? I don't. I mean, I don't, look, we all play with the no, guys. I mean, on, y'all would know more than me because I don't. I don't. I don't really. I don't really. I, I, and you I, might be. I might be speaking out of turn. Marcus might have a different opinion, no, but that's my thoughts. I. I, th- I mean, I think it speaks for itself because nobody is speaking. I mean, that's him. true. That's but, true. And I've heard that you know he's selfish. He's this. He's that. Um, and I. I don't. I don't know. Like I, Randy, you're you're definitely more into the that kind of thing than I am. I. I you know I just kind of. And again, yeah. I mean, I'm hitting, I'm on. hearing it too from the hearsay. I mean, For I don't, sure. I don't okay. know best friends For of sure. Deshaun to say, oh, he's a jerk. Okay. But I'm looking at it to me as if no one is speaking up, and even right. when he's injured, you rarely ever hear people saying, oh, we can't wait to get Deshaun back. Sure. I'm just kind of looking at the context clues as sure. to why no one's speaking up for him. But go ahead, Marcus. I'm sorry. No, that, that's and that's what I'm saying. That that's what kind of sticks out to me is that nobody from any team he's played on, from anything mm-hmm. has has stepped up for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that means. I don't know, but that 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 just kind of mm-hmm. hits me, troubles no, me a little bit. No, that's a good point. But but then one thing to consider though is that is it are they not speaking up because of the auspice because if they were to speak up then they would be then flagged like another Kaepernick but I, I think that, yeah, no I understand that, exactly that, what you're that, saying that could be that could be 
But, something, because remember, remember I told you what I told you earlier, Randy. We're taught from the sandbox. Don't, 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 don't cause no waves. Get don't, in line and don't, don't, yeah. yeah, don't, you know. I mean, you know, with some decisions I'm even thinking about and I articulated with you and you know what I'm saying? I even question myself to even doing like podcasting because people can misconstrue things. And again, I, I don't want to make no waves, you know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? And that's that auspice, again, I'm talking about, you know, because that's how, that's the training. That's the unfortunate training that we have. I mean, 2020 is a tough time, you know, to do it's any kind of thing where you express yourself. Because right. what I said about the Jewish people could be misconstrued completely mm-hmm. also. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, that's, you know, we dynamic show. One of the things, when you talk about the auspice of, uh, you know, of, of it and why they didn't speak up. Mm-hmm. Another thing I wanted to bring up, and we didn't touch. Mm-hmm. Mr. Drew Brees. When he had his incident, where he spoke about, you know, have, everyone should stand for the flag, mm-hmm. and and his feelings about he how he was brought up and expressing mm-hmm. his white privilege. Mm-hmm. White. Now, 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 Max Kellerman didn't need. He didn't. He didn't need more there. No, no, he. You know what I'm saying? No, he, he didn't. Did. He didn't need more then. You right. know what I mean? He did, and this is why well, I brought this. That's now, why though, I brought right? this up because okay. as soon as you know, and I know that when I'm oh, what box I'm opening when I bring it up. Sure. But you know, Drew Brees had it, and then Drew Brees, you know, two days later, when basically underlying, if you ask me, mm-hmm. I portrayed it as it was shut up and get in line from coming from the white a white face of the league. You know, sure. so, and people were so quick to support him. Yes, yes, yes. And then when he backtracked and said, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I need to educate myself more. You know, then everyone said, okay, Drew, it's all right. But I was going to ask you this. Malcolm was quick to jump on that. Right. And and condemn him for that. Mm. You know, and he, which I mean, understand, because that's one of the biggest things that Malcolm fights for. Mm-hmm. But he didn't support Deshaun. So it's very interesting where you pick and choose. Because if you're going... That, and that's again, strategic, this is, this is, though. This is, that is strategic, though. Like, this is not a good look for Deshaun. I, I think he does need the education on how to uh, disseminate or communicate his thoughts and feelings. That is marketing 101. Yes. Okay? And he needs that. Okay? For African Americans, we can't be like that. Now, for Americans like, say, Trump, he could say whatever he wants to say and still become the president of the United States. Mm. Obama could never say what he really wanted to say and become the president. If Obama had a Twitter account, they would have shut that down. But that's what I'm talking about. That's what he was. I think that's back to what he said. Um, You know, he was just trying to say, I think out of everything that that Deshaun posted, he took a picture of something and posted it or highlighted or whatever the case may be. What he was trying to say is that my people, you two are special and we've been robbed and know your go seek your history and know that you've been robbed. That is not that is not you can't deny that. And anybody that tries to deny that is because they don't want to deal. But we've been robbed. And that's what he was trying to highlight. 
That's, but he did it in a poor manner. It's almost like, you know, um, you know, you know, people that don't know how to communicate. So instead of communicating, they don't really know the coping skills of how to express their emotions or whatever. So what are they going to do? Tear shit up, break shit, this, that, this, that, and the third. You know, but people that know them say, nah, you know, he's all right. You know, he, that's just, he got he to gotta learn. He, you know what I'm saying? But nobody is coming to, like to your point, that's interesting. Why is no Nobody coming to Deshaun's defense except Steven Jackson, who is already, when people look at Steven Jackson, and correct me if I'm wrong, you already say, oh, he's maligned anyway. Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a he's a uh, a mark. And, you know, a mark against, you know, uh, what what is normal or what is uh, suffice or or, or sufficient um, to speak about or whatever, because he has his own little, you know, you know, negativity with him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, again, it, it, it's, it's, it's just very interesting, but I think I, it's the the auspice, the 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 height, the 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 the, um, the 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 bubble, so to speak, that we live in this country of America, and it's really based upon that supremacy. I, I mean, it, it is. Well, I, it is. I mean, I don't like it. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it. I and I I, I don't like the fact that anybody that's Jewish is feeling as though like I don't want them to ever feel like. Um, you know um, that we, you know, mentioning Hitler and stuff like that because that's that that is a terrible that's a terrible thing. That's almost like saying, like I said, all lives matter or or talking about ah, you know what, slavery is so long ago. Come on, right. why? Or come or on. people, you, oh, yeah. you had your chances, you had this, yeah. Come on, I mean, it's the same thing. So I don't. That's why I can't I can't fathom him directly wanting to disrespect. The Jews. I can't see him wanting to do that from the position of life he's in. I just can't see it. I, I don't. I don't see it either. And uh, you know, Marcus, you know, you've had some 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 great takes so and, and thoughts on this. So you know, let me just see where your head's at right now with this. Yeah, just just to bring it back to the the Drew Brees part of it. And it was interesting when when guys like Malcolm Jenkins spoke and and uh, you know he he condemned him. But at the same time said, you know, my brother on the field, my, you know, so he, he condemned everything he said. And, and, and but it was still like, this is my guy, as opposed to guys not coming out for Deshaun, who could could, could basically do the same thing mm-hmm. and say, listen, Deshaun, I, I don't agree with what you're doing here. You know, but I, you're my brother, you know, on the field. I don't think what you did was right. Like that could still happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can you can don't have to you can support someone without agreeing with them. Absolutely. Yes. So and, and 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 nobody's done that. And that's just I, and I, I don't know what it speaks to. I don't know, you know, I don't know I don't know Deshaun. I don't I don't know, you know, just like the 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 word on the street is he's not the best guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that just that troubles me a little bit that that he isn't getting that support. But but like you said, Jay, I, I can't imagine him putting down this group of people um, you know, instead of trying to bring up another group of people, yeah, yeah, That's I, I just saying, I don't, yeah. I don't see that. And I'll be honest with you, I think part of it is you have, you know, um, and 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 I, I've said this before, and people have uh, condemned me, but you know, it, it's almost like you know, um, it's it's not strategic. This is not a strategic thing. 
for people to defend him. It's not strategic, meaning bottom line. I'm always sure. big on when perspectives, people's perspectives are always shaped by their bottom lines. So I think people not speaking up for Deshaun is more in relation to the bottom line. There's some things that go on in my world and my places of different where where I go and I may want it, I don't like it, but I think about my bottom line. I think about my kids having- Self agendas. I'm just saying, I think right. I, I think about them having fruity pebbles and not right. fruity rocks. Right, I'm just saying. Honey O's instead of honey nut Cheerios. Right, so, so that bottom line, so maybe Malcolm, they're not, maybe they're not, they're not speaking up because that might be a damage or yes. mark to yes. their bottom line. Right. Because if you if you speak up, you're almost like you're you're you're, you're yeah. kind of supporting mm -hmm. your support. It, it, anything you say in support of him, mm -hmm. you're gonna be Look like that. you said, damaging that that mm -hmm. image. That's right. Um, even if you even if you condemn him but support him, like I was saying earlier, you're you're gonna be. There's going to be that group of fans you may have had sure. that say, "Oh, oh, you, you're on support with him. We're burning your jersey We're burning too." Burning your jersey too, absolutely. Right? So that makes sense. That that that's like a, a line people may not be willing to cross mm -hmm. because of like, and, and that's a good way to say it, your bottom yeah. line. No, absolutely. And you know, we're going to just have a, a, a couple final thoughts here mm -hmm. uh, on everything we discussed. You know, obviously the the first segment of our show, you know, when we discussed the the comeback of sports, that was really, you know, the the positivity. And this has been a very positive side too, mm -hmm. but it's been a very stronger conversation. So, Jay, Marcus, uh, after I give my final thoughts, I want to get your final thoughts on this most recent topic we talked about with Deshaun mm -hmm. Jackson and where your head's at. Sure. From my takeaway from all this really goes back to educating everybody on so many different avenues of this world, uh, educating how to, how to get your thoughts and feelings out in an appropriate way. And mm -hmm. again, you know, where are the divides and where are the barriers? And those who want to break down the barriers continue to pushing forward and continuing to come together. Like I said, we got three people in this room right now, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you got of, of two different colors, mm -hmm. two different you know religions, and we are coming together. We're discussing, we're having these intelligent conversations right. and we're, we're making that change. We're being the change. Sure, absolutely. You know, and that's my thoughts is that we need to continue to be the change mm -hmm. instead of continue taking steps back. Absolutely. And that's my final thought. Absolutely. Jay? I think, I think you're right. I agree to the same sentiments. Um, again, I, I just think that sometimes, you know, we as people, we make mistakes and we come, sometimes we misspeak, we misstep, whatever. Uh, but if we go by that creed that, you know, we educate, we, we forgive and then we educate. And that has to happen. So when, you know, when I hear like Max Kellerman, like he's been, he's like my favorite word right now, Max Kellerman, say he needs more. It's like, well, damn, if I say I'm sorry for something, that's not good. It's, it's good everywhere else. It's good when you do it. But now it's not good when somebody else does it. And that's where it's like, are we truly being fair, but also being equal, but also really being understanding that we do have different cultures and ways of looking at things. And the way that we have to come together is by education. 
educating ourselves to understand you and you understand me and then let that perspective seep in and we become knowledgeable. I am knowledgeable about you, okay? I'm knowledgeable about white people because I've had to be. I've it had in order for me to have some type of success, I've had to educate myself on how to behave, on how to communicate, on how to talk, how to speak. XYZ from the time I was in like third grade, bro. But I don't know if other people have had to educate themselves on the feelings and the things and the trials and tribulations and the things that we as African-American people go through. And that's what they call cultural diversity. And that's what needs to happen. Cultural diversity. I want to understand you and I want you to understand me. Yep. And Marcus? Uh, that was great, Jay. I the, the thing, it's funny, I, I sat here and listened to, to you guys speak a lot tonight, and, and I learned a lot, and, you know, just different perspectives, and, and I think that's what everybody needs. You need to be able to sit down, you need to be able to listen, not always take everything at face value. And when you dig a little bit deeper, when you, when you, when you can sit back and listen and, and take the extra steps to understand, um, like Jay, like you said, to understand mm -hmm. each other and, and understand different cultures and understand what other cultures have been through, you, you just learn mm -hmm. and then you, you become empathetic mm -hmm. and then you can see and then a lot more things make sense. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, the, the, the Sean thing, I think... Um, can be used as a as an education tool if we will allow it to be that. Absolutely. Um, as opposed to just condemning him and we're done with him and that's it. You know, use it as education for him. He needs to be educated in, in how to navigate. But we can all be, you know, learn from, okay, this is how some people see things. Now, you know, some people may say, I don't understand why Hitler, why does that bother the Jewish people? Now, that person needs to go and learn. And now, mm -hmm. now they're a better person. They can Absolutely. be a better person in, in our environment. So Absolutely. I think we all just need to, to, to continue to learn, to continue to listen to each other, um, and, and just become, keep becoming better people. Absolutely. 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 With that said, thank you all again for listening to Let's Get It. I want a special appreciation to our guest, Marcus Bullock, and again to our producer and co-host, Jason Bryce. This has been a fantastic episode. We'll be back. Sports are back. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.